Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Our passage for today is Daniel chapter 2, verses 44 and 45. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed. Nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break into pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever, just as you saw that a stone was cut from a mountain by no human hand, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. A great God has made known to the king what shall be after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. I've been trying to pick up some of my reading back in Daniel. Some of you will know the story of Nebuchadnezzar's dream that Daniel interprets. As a quick refresher, the king of Babylon has a dream that no one can interpret other than Daniel. And in his dream, he sees a statue with a head of gold, chest and arms of silver, middle and thighs of bronze, legs of iron, and feet of clay and iron. And what Daniel helps the king interpret is that these represent kingdoms. And he knows what the gold kingdom is because it is Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar is the king of that kingdom. But we now know that the silver kingdom is the Median Persian Empire, which conquers Babylon. The bronze are the Greeks, and the iron are the Romans. Now, the book of Daniel is dated to about the 6th century BC. So there is no Persian Empire yet. There's no uniform Greek state yet. And there's certainly no thought of Rome yet. I just love these places in Scripture where the biblical narrative and prophecy intersect with things we know about history from other sources. But the most important part of this prophecy comes in the section we just read. These kingdoms will follow one another like we have seen time and time again throughout history. But something is going to happen during the time of this fourth kingdom. A stone will come to crush that kingdom and all earthly kingdoms. God is going to set up a kingdom that will last forever, and it will upset the world's way of doing business. See, Scripture is not just telling us that the Messiah is coming, it's telling us when. It's coming during the Roman Empire, and all this, you know, 600 years before Jesus is born. And I think this imagery says something about the way that Jesus was going to come. Now, if we were going to be writing the Bible uninspired and on our own, uh, we probably would have done something with, with a diamond hat that falls on the head, crushes the golden head of the statue. But instead we have a stone, the most common of materials. And it strikes at the foot, as we'd see from earlier in this chapter. It's a long chapter. I didn't want to read all of it today, but it's good if you want to check it out, Daniel 2. God continues to subvert our expectations. Jesus does not come in his first advent as a conquering king, but as a humble child. And he sets up a kingdom not of of ruthlessness and subjugation and conquering. He sets up a kingdom of love and grace and truth that has still spread the world over. God's kingdom flips the world's way of doing business on its head. And still, one day Jesus will come again in his second advent as a conquering king. Jesus in the Gospels refers to himself as a rock. One of these is in Matthew chapter 21. This is in verse 42. Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. 
This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruit. And the one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. And when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. Jesus tells the Pharisees, you have rejected my authority and legitimacy, but God will still accomplish the building of his kingdom. And he will do it using the foolish to shame the wise, the weak to shame the strong. Your response will either be to fall on Jesus for life and hope and salvation, allowing him to break apart your former self to pieces and put you back together again in his image. Or in the justice of God, that rock will fall on you and you will be crushed. Our choice is the same. What will we do with this stone, the rock of ages? Will we build our lives on him or build our lives on our small and inconsequential idols of control and pleasure and money, security, pride, and self-justification? Will we line up with the fools and the weaklings and the poor to throw ourselves on the mercy of God? Or do we see that we need to be the head of the golden statue that will one day be crushed by that stone, the Lord Jesus Christ? At this Christmas season, it's a good reminder that Jesus didn't come as a baby so that we could mail pictures of ourselves to all our friends and family. He came to set up an everlasting kingdom and to call us to join him in his kingdom work. It's the light shining into the darkness. It's the hope coming into hopelessness. He is going to do some amazing and powerful things in our day and in the future in the most unexpected way possible. And I want to be there when he does. So what will you do today with this Savior who came as a humble child to conquer the world? Thank you, God, for doing things in such a marvelous and beautiful way that we would never have expected, that we could never have predicted. God, help us to remember that you are at work building your kingdom. And, 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 and while it started long before, uh, the story of Jesus' first advent starts with a humble child. And we thank you that this child is born to bring hope and peace and joy, to, to flip the world on its head, God, and to bring salvation to people who do not deserve it, people like us. So God, help us to join you in your kingdom work, even and especially at this Christmas time, when maybe our friends and our neighbors are just a little bit more ready to hear about it. Pray that through your Holy Spirit, the gospel would move in power through our Highlands County and the world at Christmas time this year. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day and Merry Christmas Eve Eve.